June 5th, 1.15 a.m., Fairfax County, Virginia, suburbs of Washington, D.C. The phone rang. Luke Stone lay somewhere between asleep and awake. Images flashed in his mind. It was night on an empty, rain-swept highway. Someone was injured, a car wreck. In the distance, an ambulance approached, moving fast. The siren wailed. He opened his eyes. Next to him on the bed table, in the dark of their bedroom, the phone was ringing. A digital clock sat on the table next to the phone. He glanced at its red numbers. Jesus, he whispered. He had been asleep for maybe half an hour. His wife, Rebecca's voice, thick with sleep. Don't answer it. A tuft of her blonde hair poked out from under the blankets, soft blue light filtered into the room from a nightlight in the bathroom. He picked up the phone. Luke, a voice said. The voice was deep and gruff, with the slightest hint of a southern twang. Luke knew the voice all too well. It was Don Morris, his old boss at the special response team. Luke ran a hand through his hair. Yeah? Did I wake you? Don said. What do you think? I wouldn't have called you at home, but your cell phone was off. Luke grunted. That's because I turned it off. We got trouble, Luke. I need you on this one. Tell me, Luke said. He listened as the voice spoke. Soon he had that feeling he used to get. The feeling that his stomach was in an elevator rapidly descending fifty stories. Perhaps this was why he had quit the job, not because of too many close calls, not because his son was growing up so fast, but because he didn't like this feeling in his stomach. It was the knowing that made him sick. The knowing was too much. He thought of the millions of people out there living their happy lives, blissfully unaware of what was going on. Luke envied them their ignorance. 